Let's check out your headlines for today. To do that, we'll bring in Natalie Lovey from the 980 CFPL Newsroom. Good morning, Natalie. Good morning, Devin. Well, uh, my driveway was a little slippery this morning, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. Yes, you are not the only one. It is very slick out there. It may not last long, but a freezing rain warning is currently in effect for the London region. Environment Canada is warning that residents may encounter icy roads and sidewalks this morning as a messy, wintry system moves through the area. Uh, So far overnight, we've had some freezing rain, we've had some snow, we've had some ice pellets, and that mix is going to uh, continue, though the warning is expected to drop later this morning as the temperature continues to climb. We're reaching a high of around 3 degrees this afternoon. There is the possibility for scattered showers throughout the afternoon. Drivers are urged to take it slow out there this morning. Uh, Surfaces like highways, roads, walkways and parking lots may be very icy. So make sure you take extra care when you're out walking or driving this morning. Not a huge surprise, but school purpose vehicles have been cancelled for the day in Middlesex and Oxford counties due uh, to that freezing rain. Uh, A former teacher is due to be sentenced. Uh, Who is due to be sentenced has uh, gone missing. Yeah, London police are looking for a former teacher who pleaded guilty to four criminal charges, including possession of child pornography following sexual involvement with a student. Last fall, 48-year-old Dustin Epp, a former teacher at Oak Ridge Secondary School, pleaded guilty to voyeurism, sexual interference, possession of child pornography, and production of child pornography. The charges were laid against him almost three years ago. Epp was scheduled to appear in court Tuesday for his sentencing hearing, but according to the lawyer representing the victim in a separate civil lawsuit, he did not show up. According to police, Epp was last seen Monday night in the area of Andover Drive and Viscount Road. His photo is posted on our website, 980cfpl.ca. Two investigations have been launched into a recent decision by the Ford government. Yeah, Ontario's Integrity Commissioner and Auditor General have announced separate investigations into the provincial government's decision to open up protected Greenbelt lands to housing development. Incoming NDP leader Merritt Stiles asked the Integrity Commissioner to investigate to make sure developers with ties to the Ontario PC party weren't given any kinds of special heads up on the plan. The request came after the developers were reported to have brought up the land or bought up the land rather over the past few years while the government was still insisting it would remain protected. Housing Minister Steve Clark has denied tipping off developers ahead of the public announcement in November and his spokesperson says he looks forward to being cleared of any wrongdoing. Auditor General Bonnie Lissick says she will conduct a value for money audit of financial and environmental implications of the Greenbelt decision following a request by all three opposition leaders. Canada is sending more help to Ukraine. Yeah, Defence Minister Anita Anand used a visit to Ukraine to announce that Canada is sending 200 more armoured vehicles to help with the country's defence against Russian troops. Anand made the announcement after a meeting with Ukraine's Defence Minister. The federal government is buying up the vehicles from a company based in Mississauga at a cost of $90 million. But the announcement was overshadowed by questions about whether Canada and its allies are prepared to donate modern battle tanks to Kyiv. Germany is facing pressure to not only send some of its Leopard 2 tanks, but to allow other countries that operate the same tanks to do the same. That would include Canada, which has 112 Leopard 2s in several configurations in use by the Canadian Armed Forces. New Zealand will soon have a new Prime Minister. 
Yeah, New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern will not seek re-election and plans to stand down no later than early February. A general election will be held in October. Ardern said she believed her New Zealand Labour Party would still win the upcoming election and added that a vote to elect the next Labour leader would be held on Sunday. Ardern has served two terms as Prime Minister and became a popular leader on the global stage. But recent polls have put her party behind its Conservative rivals amid growing criticism at home that her zero-tolerance strategy to COVID-19 was too strict. The approach was abandoned once it was challenged by new variants and vaccines became available. Ardern in December announced a Royal Commission of Inquiry to look into whether the government made the right decisions in battling COVID-19 and how it can better prepare for future pandemics. And we'll find out today whether charges will be laid in the deadly movie set shooting involving Alec Baldwin a year and a half ago. Yeah, prosecutors say they're ready to announce whether criminal charges will be filed over the 2021 fatal film set shooting of a cinematographer that involved actor Alec Baldwin and other members of the film's production. A special prosecutor will disclose their decision in a written statement this morning. The film's cinematographer was struck and killed by a live round of ammunition fired from a prop gun being held by Baldwin, who maintains he did not pull the gun's trigger. The film's director was also injured. Baldwin has blamed the armorer and props assistant on the film, as well as the assistant director who handed him the gun. Let's check out what happened on this day in history. In 1649, King Charles I was executed after being convicted of treason under a Puritan-influenced English parliament. Charles, a devout Anglican with Roman Catholic sympathies, had staunchly defended the divine right of kings while oppressing the Puritans. And also in 1649, Canada's first execution took place in Quebec. The prisoner was a 16-year-old girl accused of theft. Her executioner was a pardoned criminal. In 1809, Edgar Allan Poe, the American poet and short story writer, was born in Boston. In 1840, American explorer Captain Charles Wilkes discovered Antarctica. In 1885, a U.S. patent was issued for the roller coaster. In 1915, the first air raids on England were staged by German Zeppelins. Also in 1915, a U.S. patent was issued for the neon sign. In 1937, Howard Hughes set a transcontinental air record when he flew from L.A. to Newark, New Jersey in 7 hours, 28 minutes and 25 seconds. In 1958, the Canadian Football Council was renamed the Canadian Football League. In 1967, Herr Kari Tausch of Hesse, Germany, wrote the shortest valid will. It read, All to My Wife. In 1977, Jean J. Bone of Winnipeg was revived by doctors after her heart had stopped beating for three hours and 32 minutes. In 1990, Dr. Roberta Bonder, a neurologist from Sault Ste. Marie, was selected as Canada's first woman in space when she was named to a mission aboard the Space Shuttle Discovery in 1992. In 1991, Canadian CF-18 fighter jets uh, flew an offensive mission in the Persian Gulf War, marking the first time Canadian forces had engaged in battle since the Korean War. In 2012, Robert or Rupert Murdoch's a British newspaper company agreed to pay damages of nearly $1 million to 36 high-profile victims of a tabloid phone hacking, 
including Jude Law, a soccer player Ashley Cole, and former British Deputy Prime Minister John Prescott. And on this day in 2020, China reported a sharp rise in the number of people affected in a pneumonia outbreak caused by a new coronavirus, including the first cases in the capital. Canada bolstered screening of airline passengers from central China with anyone who had flu-like symptoms. The Public Health Agency of Canada said the additional measures were implemented in Toronto, Montreal, and Vancouver. Happy birthday to listener Angela, who turns 62. Hope it's a good day. You share a birthday with Dolly Parton, who turns 77. Actress Katie Siegel is 69. Comedian Frank Caliendo is 49. And actress Jody Sweeten is 41.